today on Locked On A's. We got Rule 5 Fever, the deadline to protect players from the Rule 5 draft was yesterday. We're going to talk about uh, who the A's protected, who they left out in the cold. And then we're going to be talking about one guy who's going to be most likely on the opening day roster, has not made his big league debut, but he's out of options and uh, he's doing okay right now. So we're going to talk about him as well. Uh, so let's get into it, you guys. You are Locked On A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's time for Locked On A's. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans, and welcome to episode 493 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burkett. On today's show, we're talking about Lawrence Butler and Hogan Harris, the two players that were protected by the A's ahead of the Rule 5 draft. Uh, there's still the non-tender deadline, so we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, and, you know, just mention a guy that I've mentioned before, and then we're going to talk about the the... The top prospects, the MLB pipeline top prospects that the A's did not, in fact, protect from the Rule 5 draft. And then after that, we're talking about the guy. Uh, he's one of the A's top prospects. He is out of options, and he's got some tools, and he's probably going to be in Oakland to start the 2023 season. So we got all that coming up for you guys on today's show. But before we get into anything, thank you so much for making Locked On As your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube, where I don't have uh, an intro graphic, which is why there's always these weird cuts. Uh, so if you're watching on YouTube, sorry. Uh, I, I changed my intro music a, a while ago, but I haven't gotten the new graphic, so uh, you just get me going, ha, ha, like that, and uh, you, you don't get the, the same intro music that uh, that the audio listeners do, so I apologize, but it's coming, it's it's in the works, so that'll be coming up at some points, and then, uh, then you don't have to be scared by me just appearing in different places randomly, uh, but... Anyways, uh, make sure to follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I am at ByJasonB on Twitter. If you guys have any questions for us, join our Twitter community at Locked On A's. Pose a question in there. Make some friends that are all A's fans and, you know, have a good time over there. Have a party. And then uh, also make sure to go check out my site, Inside the A's. It's in affiliation with Sports Illustrated. Uh, I, I post some stuff over there. Uh, usually late at night because that's when I can write. And uh, so, yeah, follow us at Inside the A's on Twitter and on Facebook over there. But let's talk about the players that the A's protected from the Rule 5 draft. I mentioned their names already, but maybe you're not familiar with Lawrence Butler or Hogan Harris and or Hogan Harris. So let's talk a little bit about those guys. Got the notes right in front of me. Lawrence Butler, 22 years old. He was drafted by the A's in the sixth round in 2018. Uh, this year, he spent the, the whole season in Lansing, uh, high A Lansing, the lug nuts. And uh, he hit 270 with a 357 on base and an 825 OPS. That's a very nice stat line. That's a that's a solid stat line. And uh, he, he struck out 30 one and a half percent of the time so that bit of bit of a high strikeout rate so meh uh but he he's working on that he's got lots of lots of tools uh he also walked 12 percent of the time so that's a solid attribute for him uh he hit 11 home runs in lansing this season he stole 13 bags I, is he a 2020 guy could it be a 2020 25 25 guy maybe that's an 
That's an interesting proposition. That was in 81 games, by the way. So you just double those and just assume that Major League Pitching is the same. 22 home runs, 26 uh, <laughs> stolen bases. Boom, 25-25 guy. Very easily like that. Um, obviously, he's going to have to, you know... Uh, develop slightly more and, uh, you know, face major league pitching. But hey, I'll call it right now. 25-25 season for Lawrence Butler in Midland next season. You heard it here first. Locked on A's. He's got potential. He's He's got speed. He's got uh, swag. I'm going to say he has swag too. He he, uh, he got an award. I, I don't have it written in front of me. I think it's Darnell Stenson, I believe it was the, uh, the, the fellow that uh, he, he got the award of. Uh, the, the, the player whose award he got uh, is somebody who passed away during the Arizona Fall League uh, years ago. And so now they, to celebrate his life and his uh, career, he, uh, they, they, they named an award after him. They, they handed out. It's the Sportsmanship Award. And uh, everybody liked Lawrence Butler. He's a, he's a good time. And that's why he got this award is because he's a good time. <laughs> but he played uh, 40 games in right field, five games in left field, 13 games in center field, and 11 games at first base. So we can play all three outfield positions, mostly in right because he's got an arm, and also uh, play some first base. So maybe he's uh, the, the younger version of Seth Brown but with stolen bases. Um, so in the Arizona Fall League, where I said he was working on things, he was developing, and why this is part of the reason why I'm very uh, interested in uh, how he does in Midland in 2023, is that he hit 241 with a 389 on base and an 833 OPS against better competition than he was facing in Lansing. So that's that's one. Uh, obviously, the batting average, 241, whatever. Uh, 389 on base, that is good. Uh, 833 OPS, that is higher, slightly, than it was in Lansing. Small sample size, I know, but again, against much better competition than he was facing in Lansing. So he held his own in those 19 games. I liked that. But the big thing that I saw from him is he walked as much as he struck out. He walked 15 times. He struck out 15 times. That is a 20.8% on both. That's that's development right there. That's what you want to see from Lawrence Butler heading into 2023. And uh, if he can cut down on those strikeouts, the sky's the limit for him. So very interested to see his development moving forward and uh, into 2023. Maybe he could be knocking on the door in 2024. Uh, we'll see how his season is this year. And uh, when, uh, assuming that he gets promoted to Las Vegas, uh, when he gets promoted to Las Vegas, how much seasoning he needs in Las Vegas uh, in 2024. But still very young, 22 years old. Uh, Hogan Harris is the other guy that was protected by the A's. Uh, he's 26 years old. He's a little bit older. Um, and, well, he's going to be 26 in December. Uh, he was a third rounder in 2018, and he went from Lansing to Midland to Vegas. He had seven or eight starts in each of those locations, uh, seven or eight appearances in each of those locations. He made, uh, I believe, 23 appearances. 22 of those were starts. Uh, he had eight uh, appearances in one and seven starts, but doesn't matter. Anyways, Lansing, he had 13 innings pitched, had a 138 ERA. He struck out 18. He walked seven. In Midland, he went 32 and a third innings pitched. He had a 167 ERA and 48 strikeouts with 19 walks. In Vegas, 28 strikeout, uh, 28 and a third innings pitch. Sorry, uh, a 6.35 ERA. He pitched. Uh, he also struck out 39 and walked 17. So overall, all three of those stops combined because he 
He made a, a lot of appearances in all of them. Uh, he pitched way more in Midland and in Vegas than in Lansing, but his strikeouts per nine was 12.8, very solid. His walks per nine was 5.3, which is, it's a bit high, honestly, but um, <clears throat> when I was writing about this for Inside the Ace, he also hadn't pitched above like Stockton since 2019 because uh, the, the 2021 season, or the 2020 season, I'm sorry, uh, was the COVID season. And then 2021, he had an elbow injury, so he missed a, time, missed a bunch of time pitched in the AFL. And so this was basically him, his first like real action on, on a mound since 2019. And he had that, that was when Stockton was the high A affiliate, the Vermont Lake Monsters were. Uh, in affiliated baseball, and now they are not. Uh, he pitched in both of those, uh, on both of those teams, and uh, so yeah, for him to have those numbers in essentially his first crack at Double A and Triple A, that's that's solid. He's he's a guy that you want to protect, and I think that is why the A's did protect him. Is because wow, uh, what a season! And obviously, he's going to get some more time in Las Vegas, I would assume, uh, in 2023. But he should be in the mix pretty early on for a starting rotation uh, position, as long as he's pitching better than the 635 ERA. Uh, I believe that he gave up six home runs in that uh, 28 and the third innings pitched, and he had allowed zero home runs uh, before that. So, yeah, the long ball and Vegas, uh, that... that that, that'll catch up to you. Vegas is known for their long balls. Um, but one thing that I wanted to touch on real quick, uh, Tony Kemp was still on the roster, and I was like, yeah, what's that about? So I, I looked it up, and uh, yesterday or Tuesday was not the non-tender deadline. That is still coming up on Friday, and uh, I still think that they, they may non-tender him. They may tender him a contract and try to trade him because um, they, they're bringing in guys that do his positions, and so that's kind of weird. Uh, there's a, also some other names that are being floated around as potential non-tender candidates. I'll go over those on tomorrow's episode and get you guys ready for the non-tender deadline on Friday. And then uh, maybe on Friday, I'll wait for that news to come out and see uh, which non-tender uh, non-tendered players, I don't know, like Cody Bellinger, maybe. Uh, he's probably not going to want to sign with the A's, but hey, maybe, maybe he will. Maybe he will. Uh, he's a potential non-tender guy, and why not bring in Cody Bellinger? Screw it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll take a look at some of the, the guys that were non-tendered from around baseball and get you guys ready for that. And then uh, next week, I believe that I'm talking to Lindsey Crosby of Locked On MLB Prospects. Fantastic show that I promoted a lot. Uh, and we're going to be talking about uh, the Rule 5 draft coming up. Some of the guys that are in the 2023 draft that the A should be keeping an eye on because they're going to have a high pick. And then also just the A's farm system. So that's coming up for you guys next week. So make sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you like to hear podcasts because we got some fun stuff coming up for you guys. That's my my loose plan for the next, uh, I don't know, four episodes or so. Uh, but anyways, coming up on the show, we're talking about the guys that the A's did not protect, uh, especially Rubio uh, Angeles because uh, I got some questions about him. I'm going to answer those for you guys coming up in just a second. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, which I'm guessing you do because you're here listening to Locked on A's, you must love sports podcasts so much because you're listening to an A's podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, but yeah, you, you can also listen to sports podcasts over at Bet Online as well. And they're always the, the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more because Bet Online 
You, you know, that's where the game starts. Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. Uh, also, make sure to follow Inside the A's. It's a it's a website where I write articles and uh, do some fun stuff over there. Uh, make sure to you know follow us, read some A's content because I'm an A's content machine. And so uh, follow Inside the A's on Twitter and on Facebook. But let's talk about some of the guys that the A's did not protect and uh, why. Maybe not why for all of them, but just some guys that the A's did not protect. Let's let's mostly talk about Rubio Angeles, who was acquired by the A's in the Sean Murphy trade. And uh, he, he's got some he's got some talent. He's got some upside. I'm intrigued by Rubio Angeles, and uh, he's he's basically. A, a middle infield prospect. He's mostly played shortstop. He's played a little bit of third base, a few games at third base, uh, and also second base uh, was his his secondary position was second base. So yeah, hey, um, he, he's a middle infield guy, and he's going to be safe from the minor league portion of the draft uh, because all you got to do in that is put him on on the the AAA roster, and then uh, nobody can touch him. He'll just be put on there. Uh, I talked to Sam Dykstra of MILB.com, and uh, he he was like, yeah, all you got to do, put him on the AAA roster. He doesn't have to start the season in AAA, but uh, it's a paper move. So he'll be protected from that that level. And then, basically, it's just a matter of, does a team really want to take a chance on Rubio Angeles uh, making it in the big leagues? Can he hit in the big leagues? That is his, that's the question, and I'm going to go ahead and say probably not yet because the highest that he's played is in Lansing. He he had a good season in Lansing, but uh, it, I, I don't know that he's ready for that jump just yet. Usually, if you see a, a player make that jump as a Rule 5 selection, it's going to be as a pitcher because you could have like a... 100 mile an hour fastball and you're working on some command and you got some you know, some control issues and stuff like that. You don't see it with position players very often. So Angeles should be safe unless a team goes completely bonkers. Like the Padres really want him back. Um, but I doubt that that's going to be the case because it's harder to, to stash a guy uh, at the end of the bench because you need your bench spots in, in the big leagues. Your bullpen, you can get away with not using some guys all the time and just using them in blowouts to get them some, some time. And uh, yeah, I think that Angeles should be safe. Uh, I'm hoping he's safe. I was told that he is most likely going to be staying. So uh, that that is the... Rubio Angeles update for you guys. You're welcome. And uh, I am very intrigued to see what he what he does in Midland as well. They're going to have some some interesting players in Midland next year. You got Lawrence Butler. You got Rubio Angeles. Very excited. But some guys that uh, did not get protected and now are Rule 5 eligible and could, in theory, uh, also be taken in the Rule 5 draft. Uh, one of them, number 19 prospect Logan Davidson. Uh, I remember reading about him uh for, for a while there, it was him and Nick Allen. They, those are the, the top two shortstop prospects for the A's. And uh, Logan Davidson's been in Midland for a couple of years now. And he's been good, but he hasn't made that jump yet. Maybe it's a matter of, does a team believe that he can make that jump from Midland up to uh, the, the big leagues? I don't know if he can, but if they see something, maybe maybe they will. Maybe the Blue Jays are like, yeah, he's our shortstop of the future. Probably not. Uh, but the Blue Jays are also uh, very good at just getting the best out of bats. And so that's why I picked on the Blue Jays there. Then you got Brian Buavas. Uh He is a very interesting prospect. He is 20 years old. Uh, he is the A's number 21 prospect as well. Uh, he's, he's a guy that 
could be in jeopardy. I assume that he's also going to be uh, put on the AAA roster to protect him so that he's not taken in the minor league portion of the Rule 5 draft. But uh, he's an outfielder. He hit 195 in 69 games in Lansing before uh, getting or having uh, a hamstring injury derail his season. But uh, th those numbers weren't great. So I'm assuming that he's not going to be taken during the major league portion, which is why he was left off of the roster. And uh, to make a selection in the Rule 5 draft, which I assume that the A's are going to be doing because they're a rebuilding team, and hey, why, why the heck not? Um, you need a, a spot clear on your 40-man roster. So they are currently at 39 players, and not including some of these guys has allowed them to stay a spot below and potentially make a Rule 5 selection in just a couple of weeks. Uh, I, Coming up next, you got Colin Palouse, who was uh, the A's number 24 prospect. I talked, I, I played a game with him, uh, a one-time game with him, sort of. Um, and he was in the Arizona Fall League. And I said that sometimes teams send guys there to have like a Rule 5 showcase. Uh, they think that this guy could be a Rule 5 draftee. And they're like, hey, let's swing a trade for this guy before he's available to all teams. How about, you know, us and like the Diamondbacks or whoever the other team is. Let's swing a deal and maybe the A's can get something back as opposed to, you know, just to like a little bit of money uh, for a Rule 5 pick. They get like an actual player back. And so maybe that is something that could be happening here. Uh, we'll see what happens with Colin Palouse coming up. But um, he's he's an interesting guy. Uh, Melissa Lockard of The Athletic thought that he would be the third guy added to the A's 40-man roster uh, ahead of the Rule 5 draft. Uh, or ahead of the, the deadline, at least. Um, because the A's need starting pitching depth. And he probably just missed the cut. So... Interested to see what happens with Colin Palouse moving forward. He's probably the guy that's most likely to be drafted by another team, but we'll see what happens there. And then uh, coming in is the A's number 30 prospect, according to MLB Pipeline, and that is Jorge Juan. Uh, so that is, those, those are the, the top prospects that are now going to be eligible to be drafted in the Rule 5 draft. You still got your Lazaritos and your Austin Becks, you know, <laughs> former first round uh, number six overall pick, Austin Beck. Um, but they're probably not going to be taken either. So those are the, the main guys, the, the guys with the, the highest ceilings overall. But I, I don't think that there's that many players that are really uh, in, in danger here for the A's of being selected. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I'm very excited about the Rule 5 draft. And uh, if, if you don't know what it is, uh, let me know on social media, you know, Twitter, uh, at ByJasonB, and I can do an explainer episode because I thoroughly enjoy the Rule 5 draft and I love talking about it. So uh, if you would like to participate and know what the hell I'm talking about, let me know and I will do an explainer episode for you guys. Uh, but coming up on the oh, also, I'm going to be doing more Rule 5 talk uh, coming up in the coming weeks as well because hey, why not? There's going to be some interesting, interesting names, and uh, I'll probably do an episode on some of the targets for the A's because they have the number two pick in the Rule 5 draft coming up, and I'm very excited to see where they go with that pick. But coming up on this show, we're going to be talking about Luis Medina. You've waited this long. I'll give a, I'll give away who we're talking about. Luis Medina, who was acquired in the Frankie Montas trade. Uh, he throws gas, but he, he's got some control issues. And he's probably going to be in the A's bullpen to start the season. We're going to talk about him and why I am excited about him now. So stay locked in, you guys. Welcome back to the Locked On Ace podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show and you've made it this far, please leave us a five-star review on your platform of choice. Uh, we are free and available on all platforms. So uh, go, go over to YouTube and hit subscribe. We're like at 500 and something subscribers. And uh, I'd really like us to get more subscribers. That would be fun because I like doing the video and uh, we, we got some cool graphics coming up for you guys that are, are, are also 
in the works, uh, not just for Locked On Ace, but for all the Locked On podcasts. Uh, but anyways, uh, let's let's talk about Luis Medina. Let's do it. He is 23 years old. He is a right-handed pitcher. He was acquired in the Frankie Montas trade. Uh, he's kind of like the wild card. He, he's the, the wild card of the Frankie Montas trade. Uh, he is a starter with an explosive arm and a lack of command. He... I believe can reach triple digits. He's at least high nineties, but he he's up there. He he's got he's got some gas coming out of that arm. Uh, he also uh, did not do well in Midland after he was acquired by from the Yankees. Uh, in Midland, he had nine point six walks per nine, which is very high. That is more than one an inning. Uh, granted, it was twenty and two thirds innings pitched, but that's a lot. That is a that's a, a lot of walks to just be issuing. And so his, his stint in Midland was not great. I think he had like a 12 ERA. Uh, he's out of options. So that means that he has to be on the A's for, or uh, 26 man roster. He has to be on the opening day roster for the A's in Oakland or else he's going to be subjected to waivers. And you have to think that that team's going to take a chance on him. So uh, he's going to probably get a look unless he's just awful. And he's probably going to get a look. So, uh, and then maybe the A's could just have him not on the forty-man roster from that point, and then uh, or just outright him to doesn't matter. He's he's going to be in in Oakland because the A's need upside guys. So he's going to be in Oakland on opening day. And uh, so far in the Dominican Winter League, he's totaled fourteen innings pitched. He has a three twenty-one ERA. He has fourteen point eight strikeouts per nine. It's the Dominican Winter League. I know that, but that is a high, high number that we do not see from A's pitchers very often, even in the Dominican Winter League. Uh, and then he also has 2.6 walks per nine. That is uh, seven less walks per nine than he had in Midland. And uh, I'm intrigued. I, I know that it's lesser competition, but I want to see how that translates. Is he has he figured something out? Has he figured out his command, or is this uh, just a small sample size? And he's in the Dominican Winter League. I'm intrigued by that. I want to know. Uh, he throws 96 to 99. I did write it down. He does throw 96 to 99. He touches 103. There you go. That's exciting. So that could be a guy the DAs could use in 2023 because screw it, why not? And especially if he can command his pitches, what a wild card that was. Oh, man. Uh, I already have a good feeling that the A's won the, the Frankie Montas trade because Frankie Montas didn't pitch much and didn't make a postseason appearance. So I think that they're doing okay with the guys that they already have. But, oh, man, if Luis Medina turns it around, very excited about talking to Yankees fans after that. Uh, but anyways, uh, the, the other thing that I'm excited about with Luis Medina and that 2.6 walks per nine, um, he has never had one that low outside of uh, in 2019. He In high A, in high A, in 10 innings, he had a two and a half walks per nine. So that is the only other time that he has had a quote unquote low uh, walks per nine. And so very very interested to see if this is a real thing or if this is guys in the Dominican Winter League just uh you know jumping on pitches and so he doesn't have you know time to actually walk them. Um, also, he has a curveball that can be more unhittable than uh, his fastball when he's controlling it and doing good things. And this is according to MLB Pipeline. Uh, he also has a changeup that sits around 90 miles per hour. His changeup is 90. Yusmer uh, Petit. Would be so jealous. Um, and he, it also uh, has splitting action that goes down. So that is that is nice. 
That's a good pitch. He has three good pitches, which is why he's been a starter. He's probably not if he's he's going to be on the A's roster. He's most likely going to be a relief arm so that they can get him short bursts. They're not going to try and burn the bullpen if he gets blown up or something like that. So they're going to be like, hey, you go pitch this game. Screw it. Uh, so the hope is that those Midland struggles were just like an adjustment period for him after being traded. Because you know, we see this with the guys all the time. Uh, Jason Hamill, who was having a great season with the or with uh, the Cubs in 2014, part of the Jeff Samarja trade, he did not have a good time uh, for the first like month or two that he was with the A's. He started kind of putting it together towards the end of 2014 uh, before, you know, I think he got the, no, he gave up the game losing hit, I believe, in the wild card game. But uh, he was having a hard time just like, he had to uproot his family, and do, sometimes things happen with trades where you don't just, like, hit the ground running immediately. You got some other things going on, and so maybe that's what's what was going on with Luis Medina in Midland. That is the hope, is that he's moved past whatever was ailing him, and uh, he, he, he's got some control, because the A's know how to develop pitchers, and uh, we'll see what happens there. But um, I'm excited about this walk rate, and I know that it's 14 innings in a winter league, but let's see what happens, and uh, I I want to get excited about Luis Medina. That that's where I stand. I want to be excited about people on the A's roster in 2023, and Luis Medina throwing 103 and not walking a single batter is something that would get me very excited. So, anyways, thank you guys so much for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. For your second listen today, go check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports. I don't know why I'm doing that. Is that Howard Cosell? I'm bad at uh, legendary sports figures. Anyways, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights that only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today is available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. I, I did it again at the end there. Um, but thank you guys, really, for, uh, for watching and listening to Locked On A's. And we're available wherever you want. So... Go, go do that. And also make sure to visit Inside the A's. It's the website that I'm running in affiliation with Sports Illustrated for some more A's news, insight, and analysis over there. Um, follow me at ByJasonB on Twitter. And follow Locked on A's on Twitter and on Instagram because uh, I have so many social media accounts that pertain to the A's. Um, also, I tweet about the Kings every now and then. Like, a la oh, real quick, last night's game. Uh, the Kings... Oh, man, I, I turned it on at the end of the third quarter. I'm like, how are the Kings? I know that the Kings have been better this year, but they were beating the Brooklyn Nets by like 37. Take that. Ah. Good job, Kings. I will get on board a Kings playoff run. I, I, I know that the Warriors aren't doing good, and I grew up a Warriors fan, but the Kings fans have been through a lot, and I really want them to have a good season. So go Kings. Big fan, De'Aaron Fox. And others. Paige Stoyakovic. Hito Turkoglu. They they got the lineup to do it this year, I think. <laughs> Vladi Divac. Is he still in the front office? Anyways, um, listen to Locked On Kings, too. Uh, Matt George does a great job over there. He he knows his stuff. And he is a long-suffering Kings fan. And he's also an A's fan. So you got that going for you. So go listen to Locked On Kings. Anyways, that's all that I got for you guys today. We got stuff that I mentioned before coming up uh, later this week. Like uh, talking about the Rule 5 draft and, uh, you know stuff. <laughs> the non-tender deadline and non-tender candidates and blah, 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 blah. Anyways, that's a, what a great outro, Jason. Great rambling outro. Um, all right. That's all that I got for you guys today. So until next time, go on and celebrate good times, A's fans, and I will talk at you tomorrow. Tomorrow.